Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome into Sports Talk, the second half, 6 o'clock hour. Bobby A. Bear, Steve Geller, along with Charlie Long. Uh, Going to bring you a ton of Saints sound this hour. We got from the locker room yesterday as guys were cleaning out their lockers, unfortunately, because there is no more season. Well, you know what's the craziest thing? I don't know why players do this. They've done this uh, forever. Uh, no, I say forever. Uh, what I've been associated early 80s, so that's uh, basically uh, 40 years plus, is that you clean out your locker when the season's over, but you know what they give you? A garbage the, bag. The industrial-sized right. garbage bags, and you just throw all your crap in there. Makes it easy. And, and you have, Yeah, but, but all of a sudden, you, I remember, you take this at your house, and, and you look at, okay, <laughs> this is garbage, this is good, I want to keep this. But yeah, it, it's like, no, you literally throw everything in a giant right. uh, industrial garbage bag, you know, so it's not going to tear. It's like thick, uh, you know, and it's, it's one of those garbage bags that you could uh, drag along and or you could put it over your shoulder and you feel like Santa Claus. You know, I got all, all these goodies in here. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely want to hear from some of the players. Uh, going to lead off with uh, defensive end Cam Jordan. Uh, obviously, he's always got something to say. And here's what Cam had to talk about uh, as he was cleaning out his locker yesterday. Well, he only had two sacks that we paid him. He a lot mentioned of money. that, and there's okay. a, he was dealing with a lot of injuries. Let's hear what Cam okay. had to talk right. about. Sure, let's do this well, one last time. So, who? For the year, you know, I guess. I guess that would. I did that to myself. Um, oh, I love the Saints too much to retire. I love uh, this locker room. I love um, everything about it. No, I've got too much juice to give. I hate that the last seven weeks of the year I was fighting a whole ankle, hobbling around on the field like a freaking sh- shell of myself. I hate that. You know, we lost to the Packers. I hate that we lost to the Texans. I hate that we lost uh, seemingly to uh, Atlanta and Atlanta and freaking love that we beat Atlanta the way we did this last time. Um, I love the way that we finished the last two games, offense and defensively. Uh, I hate that we played the way we did the last two games and not didn't play that way the whole season. There's ups and downs in every season, and I love each and every moment of fighting with your teammates, knowing that we're all trying to get better. Uh, I hate that I finished the year with two sacks. It's terrible in terms of stats. And at the same time, you should have to embrace the role of, you know, even if if that's what it was, you know, I could still uh, actively play the run and, you know, hate that, again, we were in a position to where we needed we needed more at the end of the year. We had our we had our destiny at, in our hands, and 
seemingly gave it gave it away by not beating the Rams when we did. If we had gone, you know, three and zero the last three games, we that would have won our division. We would have had a chance at the playoffs. We sitting here today, we don't have a chance playoffs. I hate that we were sitting in New Orleans at a uh, at a bar with the fam, hoping that the Cardinals and the Chicago would beat their opponents so we could get into a playoffs. It sucks not controlling your destiny, but we've been in that situation this last three years. I think we've gone into the locker room knowing we needed somebody else to help us win. That sucks. Kim, the, the leaders on this team kind of consistently all throughout the year kept saying, like, you got the right guys, we got the right players, like, you should be better. Like, what, what do you think held the team back? <clears throat> Capturing potential? Man, um, that's something that clearly I haven't had an answer for. You say last three years of missing the playoffs has been... Nine and eight, seven and ten, nine and eight. That's not good enough. At minimum, it has to be a ten-win season, right? Whatever gets you to the playoffs. If, if leadership is not what it needs to be, leadership can change, just like players can change. Uh, there has to be an answer, and I don't actively have an answer for that today. You always say there's one or two things that you oh, if we had one or two plays back from four or five games, you'd be sitting at fifteen and two rather than whatever you know this nine and. Uh, eight situation. There's always got to be something. I mean, you can you can always clearly, blatantly look at penalties that started drives or halted drives, extended drives on defense, stop drives on offense. Got to change ASAP. Do you feel like you guys need big changes or is it little changes? Or? If I just pointed out, you know, one or two plays in a game, that's not big changes. But if you start counting these one or two plays that happen each and every game, it comes up to a multitude of things. So, you know, you got to you gotta just trust top down. We're going to get the ship right. And we said that for three years. There's been, there's been a spell in the career where we went three years of not having playoffs, and then we had a solid three or four years of really good playoff runs. And you were looking for that really good, year, solid stretch of playoff runs to give you a chance at winning Super Bowl because your ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl. Is that, does, this team that much of team? does this team believe in D.A.? I mean, D.A. is our head coach. So if, as long as... That is the, the same sentence. Um, it's going to be the same sentence. Of course, we, we believe that we're going to get our things together. You know, we've got, we've got uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's on the players. You know, as much as DA puts a great game plan together or whoever puts a game plan together, sometimes we don't execute to the highest of our abilities, and you see the flaws that happen to that. You know, it's a, it's a player's game. What is your process? How long does it take to kind of emotionally reset at the end of the season? The last year you went to Spain for the entire season. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that option this year. I think there's some things I got to clean up. And as much as I needed last last off season to happen, you know, it takes it takes a lot more to be committed into into your craft. So, you know, that was great from the mentals, but I feel like in a in a physical aspect and even a team aspect, there's more to give. You know, um, I've got no. I will. I would definitely give no excuse. I also won't give any, you know, apologies for taking that time with the fam and having a, a great time that, that that way. But that was last season, and I think that it clearly implies whatever happened this season. Um, I'm already looking forward to a revenge arc. My villain arc might be coming in soon. I'm always dealing with something, man. Look, it's this, this game you don't come on clean when you have when you have a high ankle and, and play the next week compounded a low ankle and you compound a high ankle and a low ankle on the same ankle. I didn't know it was even possible. Um, you know, it leaves yourself vulnerable. So then you end up having whatever this next situation is a C three, C four, whatever that is. You know, um, herniated, slight herniated, deviated, whatever that word they're going to use is. Um, 
next situation, there's there's compounding issues. You know, because you're uh, overcompensating with with your knee, you're going to start having some knee issues because you're over- pulling from your ankle. It's all it's all hand in hand. But at the same day, bro, I'm so blessed to even you know have an ability to say I can overcome. And if I can't be on third down, you can have third down. Stats have never mattered to me. Wins do. At Saints defensive end Cam Jordan, as the team was cleaning out the locker room, Cajun Cannon, unfortunately, well, one of the worst they, seasons, obviously, for Cam well, with just two sacks. Well, we heard whole, he was dealing, obviously, with some injuries. Uh, well, the whole defense. And um, let me tell you, I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> I mean, I love Cam Jordan. Uh, you know, uh, my daughter went to Cal Berkeley, uh, the same place as Cam Jordan. Uh, so, you know, I always, 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 I've always loved me some Cam. And just overall, I think one of the greatest draft picks ever for this squad. Without a doubt, because he's always answered the bell year in and year out. But we paid Cam, what are you going to do in the future? He says, oh, I love the Saints. I want to come back to the Saints. Well, hell yeah. Look what they're paying you. You ain't quitting. You ain't giving up that money. Come on. Now you got to produce. I don't know if I've ever witnessed a season that nobody, I don't care if it's a linebacker, defensive end, whatever, who's not had double-digit sacks. Not one. Okay, I don't know. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. All I'm, Okay, let's just go 21st century. Let's go two decades. Has there ever been a season where nobody on the Saints defense didn't have double-digit sacks? Carl Granderson had eight and a half. Okay, I wish he'd had ten and a half. No, it makes a difference. He just was definitely hotter sacks. at the beginning of the season. Yes, it makes a difference, though. Ten and a half versus eight and a half. You know who was second to him? Double D, Demario Davis, six and a half sacks. Cam dealing with the ankle injury. Uh, only had uh, two sacks. Now, Brian Brzee, uh, that, that's pretty good. Decent rookie year, right? Uh, four and a half sacks, a four and a half to six. I, look, I remember Cedric Ellis, where we drafted him, he had six sacks. But other than that, we had 34 freaking sacks. That is garbage. Uh, we had 34 sacks total, like for instance, I think Ryan Nielsen probably made a difference for Atlanta. They had 42 sacks. If you really clicking as a defense, and, you know, our third down defense is outstanding, our pass defense is outstanding, you know, you can pick and choose what you want to do. But to me, if you're truly affecting the opposing quarterbacks, you might say, oh, Bobby more than just quarterback sacks, just quarterback hurries, quarterback hits, however you look at uh, break it down. But I'm telling you, it still goes back to – if you truly year in and year out and how the game is structured right now, if you're sacking the quarterback or you're getting after the opposing quarterback to affect them, you got to be in the high 40s, low 50s. If you're amongst the best, I'm just telling you, you got to be okay. So I, I'm going to give you, uh, okay, I'm going to say right now, a good measuring stick, be like 47 to 53. So, uh, Steve, I don't even know this. I don't even know what other teams have done. I want you to look up. That's what up, I'm going to check in and out right now. Look up and tell me, like, the top four or five teams as far as sack total. Because I know I've looked up this in the past, and I know you got to be in the high 40s or low 50s. So so can you can you enlighten me or enlighten the, uh, the who that nation? Number one, Baltimore Ravens, 60 sacks on oh, the season. Whoa, whoa, 60. Surprisingly for me, number two, Kansas City Chiefs, 57. Oh, yeah, the receivers don't catch the ball, but they don't play defense. Miami Dolphins, 56 sacks, number three. Vic Fangio. Buffalo Bills, 54 sacks, number four. And then number five, rounding out the top five there, Indianapolis Colts with 51. Okay, 51. They were on the Cubs to so go into the playoffs. You know, we all know what happened to them against the Texans. You know, they're playing uh, all Carico, uh, 
uh, you know, uh, to try and get in the postseason. But Steve, you can even go. Uh, that who's like yeah, even you, top forty? I'm just saying, too unacceptable for the Saints. They're obviously in the bottom tier of sacks. Only the only teams that had less than the Saints. Well, the New York Giants also had 34. Arizona Cardinals 33. The Chicago Bears 30, and then the lowly Carolina Panthers just 27. No, I, I, I'm telling you that if you truly legit, and you might say, oh well, Bobby, it's much more. You can tell me the same song and dance is much more than sacks. His quarterback hurries, uh, quarterback hits, because it's amazing. We only had thirty-four sacks, and how we were able to intercept the football. That's what oh, I was going to go oh, to right there. What? I mean, uh, we were plus eleven instead of minus eleven. I still don't know. If you'd have told me we we're going to be plus eleven, hell yeah. Yeah, we're I, going to the playoffs, right? I, I we won the my, South. Uh, we won. I'd have lost my house. <laughs> I'm betting my damn house on the Saints. <laughs> we winning double digits. And that was not the case. No, well, when you break it down, there's a lot of good things, but it's other areas when you nitpick and you can see, well, uh, that, that's not good. Uh, that has to be better. Uh, like you look at, like, again, red zone offense and red zone defense efficiency, uh, third down. There's a number of categories when you truly break down how the season unfolded. Let me tell you right now, that's one thing I got to give Mickey Loomis and all credit. And uh, I think Dennis Allen. They're going to dot the I's and cross the T's. Now, they might not share this with the Huda Nation and the public, but believe you me, uh, Jeff Allen, everybody, they're not leaving no stone unturned. They're going to go and break it down every game, every situation, every category, how they analyze stuff. Now, it's not all about stats, but stats play a big part. You know why stats always play a big part? I'm going to tell you, fans. You know why it does? Because everybody can freaking play. It's the NFL. Everybody's a pro. Look what just happened to the Eagles in the postseason. Then they want to beat the Giants. The Giants were sorry. Well, what happened? The Giants kicked their ass. It's the NFL. Right. It's the NFL. It's pros versus pros. So that's why you got to break down everything in every category. Okay, what's happening? And you look at like, um, like okay, how Derek Carr finished the season. That's a big feather in his cap. So maybe why wasn't it like that before? It could be injuries or, or whatever. Or, uh, look, The play up front? I can, yes. I can tell you <laughs> one thing. I'm looking at the Atlanta game. Uh, Derek Carr can make a sandwich back there. Our offensive line was, was blocking their ass off. Our offensive line was outstanding against Major Atlanta. Major props with obviously no Ryan Ramchick. Uh, 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 no, it was unbelievable. They gave Derek Carr time, and our receivers came up big time. You know, I'm giving a game ball to because I'm giving him a, a hard time. And he's going to get paid next year because there's not enough uh, tackles. Andrews Pete. What? Andrews Pete <laughs> was outstanding he went, at left tackle. He went from big for nothing to big for something. Uh, uh, big for something. About, about <laughs> 10 11 $12 million worth. Whether the Saints are going to pay him, somebody's going to pay him. Andrews Pete was outstanding what he did with the Saints at uh, left tackle. Now, I don't know about Trevor Penning. I think we might have to end up moving him on the inside. But Andrews Pete was outstanding at left tackle for the Saints this year. Taking a break, we'll be back with more sports talk right after this. Want to hear from you on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Sex Line, 504-260-1870. Sound F, who dat? We'll be right back here on WWL. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Steve Geller along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and Charlie Long. We're going to start off our pick six segment, recapping how things went for the week and how terrible my picks were and how everyone else did. I've been trailing all season, Cajun well, well, Cannon. You, well, you're trying to chase. You're trying to I'm chase, chasing too uh, much, though. So, so, I don't know. You just uh, try and do some out the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, you chased with that. the Dolphins there, Steve. I can't <laughs> lie to you. That didn't really work out. Uh, so, Steve, Bobby, myself, all went 3-3. Three and three. Oof. Mike Dettelier, who's been leading all season long, increased his lead with a 5-1 and one week. The only pick he got wrong was Washington plus 4.5. He had the Texans, he had the Saints, the Bucks, the Packers, and the Bills. All of those picks worked out. So, Mike, I know you're listening. Congratulations <laughs> on your 5-1 and one week. Looking at the overall standings, Mike is now 69-44. and 44. Bobby, you're at 65-48. and 48. I'm at 63-50. and 50. And, Steve, you're at 60-53. and 53. Ed Egros better watch out for Mike Dettelier. He is killing it this year, guys. Like, well, yeah. and, and the only reason why I pick uh, the Wolverines, uh, because I don't know nobody from the Washington and Huskies, I know Jim Harbaugh. And so uh, I took that and it worked out well, even though I gave up the four and a half points. So pick six, it works out perfectly. There's six wild card game weekends this bum, weekend, bum, guys. Bum. So we're starting going chronologically. Starting on Saturday, we got the Browns open as two and a half point favorites on the road against the Texans. Mike has the Browns in this one. And I think I'm with them on it. Uh, going with that defense? Oh, yeah. I'm with the Browns team and I like Joe Flacco. Who, who's against Joe Flacco? Um, maybe some young curmudgeon. You could be an old curmudgeon. You'd be a young curmudgeon against Joe Flacco. One of the best stories. He comes off the couch, and he's all of a sudden just uh, spinning the ball everywhere. So I'm going to go with the Browns, even though it's at the Texans, and and give them the two and a half points. Where are you at? All right, I'm already you know rubbing my hands together. I've got the Texans. Oh yeah, I I love what obviously D'Amico Ryan's has done year one. C.J. Stroud, uh, uh, quarterback, and just all over all, all around the Texans team. You know, you don't kind of – some people say, you know, I have another team that I root for in the AFC. I'm pulling for those Texans, man. I love what they're putting together there, and I think they're definitely on the right track. I think they get the playoff win over the Browns, even though that defense does scare me. If you could tell me right now uh, that the Texans would be Super Bowl champs and Dallas – 
Garrett and the Cowgirls are not, I'd be like, okay, uh, Dallas Cowgirls, uh, you, you want to be the best of the best. You're not even state champs. The Houston Texans. I was going to say, how about uh, even more of a fairy tale? Yeah, the yeah. Texans beat the Dallas yeah, Cowboys yeah, oh, in the Super Bowl. Oh, God, oh that, look at you, so happy. Oh, man, I, I, I might move to Houston. <laughs> I might move to Houston and join the parade with the Texans. Yeah, guys, I just I love the story of Joe Flacco this year. I mean, his resurgence, they get him off the couch, and he's throwing for 300 yards a game. I mean, he's just been incredible. The Browns' defense as well. Like, we were talking with Schlereth earlier in the show, and the way he kind of mentioned with the Texans how their playoff game was kind of that game against the Colts, I agree with them. They are better at home, though, so it is a sneaky game. I think that the Browns are the more experienced team, though. I think they're more ready for this playoff run. Uh, and I think well, that they're kind of like the sleeper in the AFC. If you're going to pick any one of those teams outside of like Baltimore and maybe Buffalo to go on a run, deep run into the postseason, I think the Browns might be it. Well, you know why I love C.J. Stroud, how mature he is and how humble he is? He loves Jesus. Uh, he loves us some Jesus. I love that because <laughs> he got his priorities in order. He knows he's been blessed. He's been prosperous. And he gives the uh, credit uh, to Jesus Christ, his Lord and Savior. A lot of people don't like that kind of stuff. I like that stuff. He's going to have a long, long career. I think C.J. Stroud is blessed. So I don't know about going against C.J. Stroud in the Texas. I'm telling you. <laughs> but you're sticking with the Browns, Bobby, minus two and a half? No, I, because I like the old guy, Joe Flacco. Okay, I, got I, I I'm just going with the old guy. Second I love he's nodding off on the bench during the game. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, right. So cool, yeah. Right. <laughs> Second game on Saturday night, guys. we got the Dolphins at the Chiefs. So the sixth seed in the AFC versus the three seed. The Chiefs open as four-point favorites in a battle between two teams that are not heading in the right direction right. at the wrong time. So. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, the greatest, uh, you know, show and turf, or you look at like a basketball on grass, like Mike Detoya always says, the Dolphins are those kind of uh, that kind of team. But the Chiefs and their defense, I think Vic Fangio might have a game plan for Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, even though they're playing at home in Arrowhead. I'm going to take the four points in the Dolphins. Wow. I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. Uh, all about Patrick Mahomes in this matchup. Uh, and looking at the Chiefs defense, as you mentioned as well, Spagnuolo's got them playing well. They're getting after the quarterback. I think they're going to pressure Tua enough into some mistakes. I'm going to sound like a massive hypocrite because I've been calling the Dolphins a paper <laughs> tiger the whole year because they haven't beat anyone except for Dallas, who they beat at home. I think they keep it close, though, guys. I'm, I'm with Bobby on this one. Mike's got the Chiefs as well, minus four. Uh, so he's with you on this one, Steve. But the, the, the Chiefs haven't impressed me at all this year. Like, well, right. they, you know what's going to happen at the end of the game? Uh, the, oh, the Chiefs would have won, or, or, or maybe you know the cover. You look at all that. Oh, how about you catch the ball? Like I maybe mean, I, how many times we've said with the Chiefs receivers? What? Awful, yeah, right. uh, Tony, how about you Valdez catch Scantling? it? Yeah, they've how about been you awful. catch it? <laughs> so yeah, give me give me the Dolphins to keep it close. I would pick the Chiefs outright on the money line, but with four points, it's also a little bit too much. Like maybe if it were two and a half or three, I'd take the Chiefs. But give me the Dolphins plus four in a tight one. Moving on to Sunday, guys, we got the two seven seed versus two seed matchups, starting with the Steelers at the Bills. Bills open as ten point favorites at home. That's a lot of points. Let me tell you, <laughs> 10 points in a playoff game? you got to be kidding me. Playoffs. Uh, but, but the Bills are hot right now. Uh, who, who, who are the Steelers going? Mason Rudolph? Yeah. You know what I remember by Mason Rudolph? Uh, it was kind the of The Miles uh, Garrett thing? Yeah, the Miles Garrett <laughs> thing. I'm like, the helmet. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, so what's going on with that? But, I mean, I don't know. The Steelers are as blue-collar as they get. This has been the year of the backup quarterback, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think the Bills – 
Maybe I'm wrong. That's a lot of points. But I'm taking the Bills at home. Oh, you're taking the Bills. I'm, I'm taking the Bills even though I'm giving Starts up 10 points. <laughs> yeah, no, because I was writing down the Steelers. It sounded like that's what you're going with. No, I was going because that's a lot of it points. It is a lot but, of points. But uh, the, the, the Steelers aren't that good. The over-under for this game is actually really funny, too. It's like 35. Wow. Like, I think that uh, do the Steelers break 10 points in Buffalo? Right. That's my question. Um, I'm going with the. I'm taking the points here. I do think Buffalo wins, but they have not impressed me to at Carver. all this season. Uh, yeah, the Josh Allen has had issues with turning the ball over. Stephon Diggs has had a down year. I know very well. He's on my was on my fantasy team, and uh, just like the way the Steelers have been putting things together, it hasn't been pretty. But I think they keep this game close. And two ten points to me, like you were saying, Bobby, way too much no, in the no, playoffs for me. It's a playoff game, like right. ten points uh, to me, Charlie. Uh, you know, we all talk about this. That means, uh, you know what, not the shark money, but you look at the public. That means they had to put it up to 10 points because everybody's uh, <laughs> betting on the bills, right? Yeah. So they had to, okay, we got to throw the Steelers a bone so, <laughs> to get some Steeler money in there. Yeah. That's the only reason why I think it's 10 points. I'm, I'm sticking with the bills, guys. This just seems like a sucker bet from, from Vegas. They're just like, oh, this is, people are going to think, oh, it's a huge line or whatever. And then Pittsburgh goes up and just gets shut down, even with the bills' injuries defensively. What they did last week in Miami to the, that Dolphins offense – I think that the Steelers maybe they get to ten points. The Watt injury is a concern. Yeah, that's also a big one as well. And give me give me Josh Allen and that that Buffalo offense. They play very well at home. The running game's been going. Give me the Bills minus ten. I feel actually relatively decent about this one. The other seven two matchup: the Packers at the Cowboys. Cowboys open as seven and a half point favorites. That half point hook is going to kill everyone that takes it. <laughs> uh, let's start out with Mike. Mike has got the Packers in this one uh, plus I, seven and a half. I have the Packers also uh, seven and a half. Uh, I hope the Packers win straight up, uh, but uh, I would definitely take the seven and a half points. I think look how much Jordan Love has progressed yep. compared to when the Saints played him at the beginning of the year. Now he finished that strong fourth quarter when we were up seventeen to zero with twelve minutes left. But Jordan Love, uh, okay, think about what he did with the Packers. Uh, did uh, the Packers make the playoffs last year with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, they made it with Jordan Love. Now, now, think about it. Okay, remember um, Aaron Rodgers against the Lions to, uh, to go to the playoffs? Yeah. What happened? They lost. Okay, uh, Jordan Love against the Bears. Uh, they won. So, they're in the postseason now. I think Dallas is better uh, than the Packers, considering they're undefeated at home. But I would take the seven and a half points in Green Bay. I am taking Dallas in this one, given those points, because I have no confidence in Green Bay's defense. And I think this is going to be ugly unfortunately i think dak and crew end up rolling the pack so much of this relies on how this game starts yes i agree like, Charlie. just what just what stink was saying earlier in the show if dallas jumps out to an early lead and they let those pass rushers just tee off on jordan love it's going to be a long long day for green bay well, now, well and you know charlie you say that i think dallas and i hate to say this about the cowgirls i think if the cowgirls get a lead on any nfc game if they'd ultimately get to the super Bowl or whatever if they're winning, boy, when they get the momentum, they hell. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, Dallas right. got to play catch-up. I think their sphinx starts tightening up. Oh, I, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. But if they got the lead, oh, I think Dallas is hard-pressed to beat if they can start out uh, with their guns of smoke and guns of blazing, <laughs> and all of a sudden they got the lead. So that could be not only the Packers game, but even in the future. I hate the half point here. I really do. <laughs> It's but but I've, I've talked myself into Dallas minus seven and a half just because I do think that 
the Steelers, or I mean, the Packers defense has been kind of suspect at points this season. They've gotten better a little bit recently. Like they played a good game against Justin Fields and the Bears last week. Uh, but in Dallas, I think that they get off to a good start uh, and they end up just rolling the Packers by at least eight or more points. Moving on, uh, one of the premier games of the weekend. I think it's my favorite. I think it's y'all's favorite. Yeah. The six seeded Rams heading to Detroit to face the Lions. Detroit opens as three point favorites in their first home playoff game in ages. Well, uh, I'm- well, let me actually start with Mike Scott. Yeah. The Lions minus three in this game. I'm going with the Lions at minus three. I just think it's a feel-good story. I got a lot of Michigan connection uh, fans and all that. I mean, uh, I kind of look at the Lions. I mean, it's hard for me to go against the Lions or the Browns. They're so blue-collar. I mean, who hates on them? I mean, unless you're in their division, uh, why would you not uh, cheer for them? Because I always told you this, whether you're in Detroit or Cleveland, it's the same people as us, but they just live up north. I mean, it's the same type of fan base, how they love their team. And I just, who doesn't like their head coach? Uh, you know, it all started by I know a lot of hoodats feel like he's the one that got away. Coach Campbell, yeah, you know, vitamin and kneecaps. <laughs> and I think Jerry Goff, that's intriguing, though. Because even though they might say, oh, well, that doesn't come into play. That does come into play. Believe you me, Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. You know it. He's 0-3 in the playoffs. And then what the Rams did to Jared Goff, I'm telling you, I played that before. I've been there. They want to win so bad. They want to win uh, like, boy, you know, uh, God, can you bless me? Whatever, if you're going to be a selfish prayer, uh, can you bless and prosper me? Uh, I can tell you right now uh, that Matthew Stafford, he's won a Super Bowl already. already. Jared Goff got the Super Bowl, didn't win. But this game is very meaningful because of past relationships. Everybody got relationships, and where are you at? You know, it's like when you're playing against your brother or your cousin in the backyard. Man, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to show you who's king, who's the boss. Well, that's what you got with Matthew Stafford and Jerry Goff at the Lions. So I, I, I'm going to take the Lions and give it the three points. I just think, now, the Rams are one of those scary teams in the NFC. But I, I just like, listen, uh, the Rams punk the Saints. Uh, that, that's a, I mean, that, that game went, went as close. We were losing third to seven. Come on. The Rams are doing what they want to do. To me, now, you know what I like about the Lions? Because they'll smack you in the mouth. Right. They're like the Michigan Wolverines. What did the Michigan Wolverines do last night national championship <laughs> game? They smacked the Huskies in the mouth. Well, that's how the Detroit Lions want to play. I don't know. Maybe I like that kind of football, but that's why I think they always have a chance. I'm um, going opposite again, guys. I'm Rams. I really like the way that the team's been playing at the end of the season. Uh, they have you know the weapons there with Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, and Matthew Stafford going back into Detroit. Like Bobby was talking about, a fantastic story. The you mentioned it as well, Bobby. One of those dangerous teams in the NFC. They're one of my t- uh, squads that I think could cause some problems in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm taking the Rams here. I'm with the Lions as well with Mike and Bobby on this one. I, I just like, and to your point, Steve, about the amount of talent that the Rams have offensively, the skill position talent in this game is yeah, out of this world. Absolutely. Like you, you mentioned, obviously, Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup. But on the Lions squad side, you got David Amon Montgomery, Ra, right. you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs. The only, like, the only thing, though, Charlie, about that, guess who got hurt? Sam Laporta. Yes, the damn tight end. Right. The it's damn tight end. He freaking burned Although I do think CeeDee Deuce is back for the Lions. Oh, CeeDee Deuce coming This game back? screams push. I think it's going to be like a three-point margin. I think Vegas is on the money here. Uh, it actually moved down because just yesterday it was Lions three and a half. I think the news about 
Laporte. I kind of pushed it down a little bit to three. Some money's come on the Rams, but I, I'm with the Lions on this one. I ultimately do, do think that we'll all probably pick up a win uh, with a push. All right, moving on, guys. Monday Night Football, the Eagles at the Bucks. They open as the Eagles open as three point favorites in Tampa Bay. Oh boy, uh, Mike's going, got the Eagles. Uh, I got the Eagles too. Uh, the Bucks have not been impressive. Neither of the uh, Eagles. <laughs> no, no, the Eagles haven't either. But I just think the Eagles are better than the Bucks. I just think look how the Bucks played against the Saints and how they close out the season against Carolina. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go uh, with the Eagles, even though I think uh, they're not going to do anything. But I think they're going to beat the Bucks, even though they're playing in uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, so I would give up the three points, but I, I'm going to go with Philly. No, the NFL script looked great for the Eagles to start the season, but, man, it has been awful at the end of the year. I'm going Eagles, obviously, too, in this one. I think they overmatch uh, the Buccaneers. It will be interesting, though. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay has that home game, and will that help them out at all? I just think, though, that uh, in the end, the uh, the Eagles have a better offensive and defensive lines to take to take this matchup. So if you look at the head-to-head these two teams played this year, and the Buccaneers got smoked at home by the Eagles. Now, that was in the Eagles' 10 What was start. that score, Charlie? That score was 25-11 to 11 back on September oh. 25th. They got smoked. But that was, once again, different Eagles team. This Eagles team is limping into the postseason, and that's being nice. Right. Losing five of your last six, they are playing their worst football at the wrong time. Even if they win, I think Tampa will definitely keep it at close. I don't think the Buccaneers have a great team. I'm with you on this one. The, the Just on paper, the Eagles have a significantly better roster. But give me the Bucks plus three, guys. I think Ooh. that even if – I'm, I'm going to go against all three of you. Well, well and, and you know what, Charlie? Uh, you might think like, okay, uh, who's healthy, who's playing and all that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think – is it Jalen Hurts' middle finger is jacked up? Yeah, he's definitely dealing and, with well, an injury and, there. And his throwing hand. Believe you me, I've thrown a football a few times. Uh, your middle finger definitely comes into play how accurate you could be throwing the ball. I think I have to tape it together maybe? Um, no, it won't work. No, no, it, it, might, it might. You hope it works. <laughs> that, the ball ain't coming out the same. <laughs> I'm telling you, that middle finger, if it was his left hand, you can have all your fingers jacked up on your left hand. But your right. throwing hand, no, your middle finger, your index finger, all that when you spin the ball. No, that all comes into play. So if it's all of a sudden it contorted and is going one way and all that, you might try and fix it. No, uh, that, 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 that's not a good thing. That's why even if the, the Eagles win, I don't think they're going to do anything. But, uh, Steve, before we go to a break, uh, this one fan might have missed it. Who's Mike taking, uh, Charlie, who's Mike taking with the Bills and the Steelers uh, giving up, the Bills giving up 10 points? He's who's, got the Steelers plus 10. I apologize if I missed that. But, yeah, Mike and Steve both have the Steelers plus 10. Bobby, you and I both had the Bills. So uh, this this texter, let me see, eighteen hundred. So he'll probably since Mike is hot, he'll probably give yeah, up. Yeah, Mike's the 10. right in the hot hand. We'll uh, see so if he'll probably the give playoffs. up uh, the ten points and take the Steelers. We'll Just see. Everyone remember too, WWL is your home for the NFL playoffs. Saturday, Sunday, you can catch all the action right here, right here on WWL. Be back with more. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Forgot to mention, LSU basketball fans, don't forget tonight the Tigers take on the Vanderbilt Commodores pregame coverage starting 7.30, tip-off at 8 on Bet 92.9, 13.50 a.m. and live on the free Odyssey app. Go Tigers! Coming back with more Sports Talk. We'll close things out here on WWL. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Closing out the show. I want to close out our Saints Soundbank segment. We heard from rookie running back Kendra Miller in the locker room yesterday, and here's what he had to say after his big game against the Falcons. Having that type of game, how important was that like just even for your confidence going into the offseason? Uh, you know, really, it was really just for my ankle, honestly. You know, just the, you know, the it's, it's been like a lingering type of uh, ankle injury, but you know, just to go out there and just push through it with the flu, too. So, you know, it's just kind of show everybody the type of person I am. So, that was just really the biggest thing for me. With all that being said, I guess, like, how cool was that for you to like finally have that performance in the NFL? It was a good feeling because, you know, I mean, it's been what a long NFL year and most of it I've been hurt. So just to go out there, you know, been doing with my ankle all these uh, weeks and been off and then just to come out there and do that, you know, it's pretty cool. It's definitely been a tough season with the injuries for you. How much are you looking forward to having this off season to kind of reset, get right and head into next year? Um, like I said, like I'm ready. I'm ready to get right and. Uh, stay healthy next year. That'll be my biggest thing. And, uh, you know, I already know, like, most of that what I got to do to try to stay healthy. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to that. Is there anything you can do differently? I mean, obviously, staying healthy, is it because you change your routine? Do you talk to, you know, the training staff as far as making sure you can get through it? Um, yeah, so, you know, I've been just talking to the vets and, you know, what they do to stay healthy. And uh, that was a big, big deal because, you know, um, you, you always got to have a vet to lean on. And so, you know, talking to them, uh, you know, I kind of know what I got to do next year uh, to help me out in a big way. Saints rookie Kendra Miller uh, hoping for a lot more at running back for next season, Cajun Cannon. Well, uh, he was outstanding. Uh, 13 carries, 73 yards, uh, 5.6 yard average. Uh, now, can you do that? I'm not going to say you got to have the average five and a half yards a carry. I would take four and a half. Uh, I was going to even uh, say 4.2. Give me yeah, 4.2. Yeah, yeah. So game in and game out. But uh, the NFL has humbled him. You know how he said, oh, man, I'm going to take over. Oh, draft uh, night. Uh, he came in here with a full confidence. Like, I'm going to take over Alvin Kamara. Ah, not so fast. I mean, Alvin Kamara. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm a Kamara fan. When I look at Alvin Kamara, uh, Steve, look at uh, 1,250 yards from scrimmage, basically 95 and a half yards per game, uh, 13 games versus Atlanta. Until, like, you play the Falcons that many times and you're able to do that, Kendra Miller, then come back and talk to me. Uh, but, but you have to slow your roll. So, no, I'm glad he's confident. He wants to compete at the highest level with Alvin Kamara. But he finally had a game to justify where we drafted him. Now, the season's over, but he finally had that type of Building game. Building blocks for next year. No, without a doubt. I, I, I'm all for that. Uh, but uh, th- that was not the case uh, leading up to this game. Coming up after this, the season finale of the Saints Hour. Tune in to hear Mike Haas and Mickey Loomis along with Saints sideline reporter Jeff Nowak for the hour. Cajun Cannon, say goodnight to the Houdet Nation. We'll be back tomorrow. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Houdet, go Saints. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.